BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. a little plan for you. I think you might like it. <laughs> Ooh, let's do the little dance we do. I think you might like it. And then we're gonna hide away, making love all night. And we can cry tomorrow, watching It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, I think you might like it. Yeah, we're going to do the little freaking dance that we do. Welcome to page seven. It's a long holiday season this year because Thanksgiving <laughs> was on the earlier side. And, you know, we haven't gotten around to I think you might like it yet. And today is the day. Are you prepared to watch again, I think you might like it. Yeah. I'm so happy. I'm so because I think we have had a few years where we've missed it here and there, and uh, well, we had some shorter years, yeah. and then you got to you know you have to get in as much holiday content as you possibly can. Man. Yeah, but this year is a little stretched out, and I gotta tell everybody, like the groundhog, all the celebrities have gone underground for the holidays. Yeah, all Dude. the stars are not out tonight. They are not. They're Ten. gone. Million views on this YouTube video. And I'm at I think least we are a million point five. Yeah, yeah, we are responsible for <laughs> such a large portion of these views because it came out in 2012. We here at page seven discovered this like video like in real time like as it was we already existed as a podcast we watched it and then we have watched it I think every year but I do think that there's been some years here and there that we did not watch it together as a group and we had some dry years over here we have really directed a lot of eyes towards that video where it may have really faded into oblivion I think that it lives on because of us. And I got to say, every year I forget that they say that they make love at night. Yeah. Because it's not really in go. It doesn't match the, the, the sound of the song. No. The vibe. The images of the song. It's a real. Uh, the, the two people in the song. Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta. I don't think anyone believes that they're fucking. I actually think it would make more sense instead of saying making love. I think if they said made fuck or like made yum. You know what I mean? Like we're making yum all night watching. It's a wonderful. Also, again, who makes love while watching It's a Wonderful Life? Not the wettest of movies. No, no. Although, I mean, 
Mary could get it. Of and course. So George Bailey. And, you know, and they sing the, and dance by the light of the moon. And that part's cute. But yeah. again, it's cute. Yeah. Is it make yum? No. I don't think so. No. As someone who watches It's a Wonderful Life every year, it is not part of Sexy Christmas. And I know that you are prioritizing Sexy Christmas this year. I am prioritizing, You're which prioritizing is why I can't watch it this but year. But for me, Christmas needs, it all. you always need an air of melancholy to it you know? oh yeah mm. yeah like i i think there's got to be and even sexy christmas i think there should be some sadness in sexy christmas you need to figure out you want where sa- sad what you want me to cry while i'm making yum <laughs> i think one of your sessions if you're going to be having like a bunch of them one should be a bit of a like a kind of a weepy misty time you know oh my god what are we gonna like look into each other's eyes and like connect or something yeah everybody Ugh. knows <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, if we were doing this while there was a turkey in the oven, uh, I could get to making some yum. Oh my god! I mean, you're tu- you're you're done with turkey for 2023, though, correct? Or are you still being a turkey psycho? That might make a turkey. <laughs> that might you make got, another turkey. I, I always like the people who do a big, you know, like we just watched the Christmas story with the kids, and I we've never done a turkey on. Christmas, but neither, I like me neither. I like that big roast idea. My family was never a big roast family, but it's a sweet idea, you know. Oh, that's why you got to make that boneless leg of lamb. Uh, Put it in the slow cooker, so easy, folds apart, and then you ain't got to be like watching it all day either. But I, I be- before we move on from sad, sad boy Christmas, which I know we have sex boy Christmas. But I can talk about food, but what? But what about food? I talk? want a boneless leg of loss. Am I? Are you? Am I right? I want to. <laughs> oh yeah. I want to take that I elf will. off the shelf and put it in yes. the oven, baby. Yeah, don't put my elf in the oven. <laughs> but if you want to, I'm going to freaking answer that door because otherwise the doorbell will just keep ringing. I'll be right back. <laughs> We're, we are raw today. Uh, Jackie and I, uh, we ended up we ended up running back home after some recording mishaps at the studio. It's you're you're getting us you're getting us in our jammies. You're getting us in our in our naturals. Uh, Holden, you're saying this as if you didn't have a twelve hour stream yesterday, and then <sighs> it continued to towards the end drink a bunch of rum chata and Fireball. I like that you're not oh, blaming man. that for Cinnamon you being toast off. Crunch shots. Thirteen hour stream by the end. Jesus God. And we had cinnamon toast crunch shots. Yes, and did. that is two parts rum chata, one part fireball. And they were and honestly, delicious. They were delicious. It was like a candy Christmas, you know, come true. But yeah. Although I think more of a sipper than a more shooter. Of a sipper. I'd like to actually sip on it. More of a sipper for sure. More of like an, uh, it's almost like a white rush or a nog even. You know what I mean? Also, what's really crazy is that apparently, according to the shooter recipe, you're supposed to take the shot glass and rim it in frosting. Ugh, yeah. And that it's I like, think is whoa, too far. We are, this I don't want to rim anything in frosting and I, including okay. my asshole. Well, to be fair, I think that was more for like a tray of the, at a party that you have one of, not a. Can you imagine being at a party and then all of a sudden you got frosting all over your face? And everyone's like, "Is that come? Did he? Is, he, or is this a yes. rainbow party now?" And everyone's like, "Yes!" yes. And everyone starts putting yes. on the different colored lipstick. And- sexy Christmas! Oh, oh my god, that would be. That's what I do for sexy Christmas. Have a rainbow party, but everybody's dressed up like the reindeer. MJ, we're talking about rainbow parties. Uh, it's like my god. new version of uh, Six Degrees to Kevin Bacon, <laughs> except for it's- holiday. How do we get to rainbow, rainbow party discussions? I'm so glad because I really 
I'm having one of those uh, two adult Christmas times. And it's not like sexy Jackie adult Christmas. It's like right. the amount of responsibilities you have will slowly crush you adult Christmas. Yeah. So, no, why? Totally. Jay, what do you do? Well, uh, there's just a lot of things happening and the doorbell's ringing and the phone is ringing and it's all high stakes. <laughs> the doorbell's ring. Take, 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 your cat is dying and your no. tax guy needs to talk to you before the year is over. No. There will be tax consequences. These are the ghosts. <sighs> These are your ghosts. How do you feel about it? These are the ghosts of Christmas. I was just trying to talk about how if you want to really have a good cry, you should watch the, the video of Shane McGowan from the Pogues. At his funeral, they played Fairy Tale of New York. Yes. Oh, God. And they played it in the fucking church and everyone was dancing in the aisles of the fucking church. Oh. And if you really want to get your emotions out this year, if you two are crushed by life this year, then listen to Fairy Tale of New York being played at Shane McGowan's funeral because you won't regret it. I'm I'm crushed by rum chata. I really feel like it's just sitting in my stomach still. Like it never yeah. went anywhere. It's just glue Maybe around. it's because you were drinking solid blocks of rum chata oh. and not liquid rum chata. Rum chata. Yeah, don't put it in the freezer. Well, I put the fireball in the freezer and I just didn't think about it and also threw the rum chata in the freezer. Because fireball in the freezer, that's the best way to go with fireball. I mean, it completely, it turns it into, you know, a candy-like thing, you know, but rum chata just made it Frozen milk globs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Frozen milk alcohol. On, milk globs. That's what you're looking for. I am excited because I got the peppermint bark rum chata as well, and I'm saving that one for Christmas Eve. Hell because yeah. you know what you really want with the Feast of Seven Fishes? You want a bunch of cream drinks. No, I don't. Yes. I don't. <laughs> MJ's been puking for days. I, uh, I shouldn't be talking about this. Uh, MJ did refer to Holden. I don't know if you were calling Holden rum chunka. And or saying that we were going to rum chunka this morning because the amount of rum chata we drank yesterday. But I can't be tied down, MJ. I need to be set free. All right. I need to just roam in my hangover over here. And man, watching Holden being hungover, trying to fix the tech <laughs> at the studio was a sad sight. I will say, sight. to my credit, I gave up real fast. <laughs> That's what a hangover <laughs> is good like, for. We're just going to record from home. It's this dark is- in the room. You know, there's all these cords. What are you going to start just unplugging yeah, things I'm and like, replugging things back in? Nor am I going to try to wake someone up at 8.30 in the morning. By the way, that's when we fucking do these like a, like a sick sick person yeah uh uh early this early oh yes if and, you, if and you, Winnie made sure I was up. if you ever listen to page seven and think like are they drunk like no it's it's bright and I make them go on my east coast schedule I make them wake up very early so that we can record while my children are at school and they are they have just woken up which is similar to drunk person oh, energy yeah. mm-hmm. Especially, Especially if you've when been you drinking got the rum chunka. chunka. <laughs> yeah, once you once you got the rum chunka and you, you feel like you could just do anything. But don't worry, I've I've got a pick me up in front of me. That's right, I picked up some uh, Panera lemonade and oh, uh, uh, no, whoa, are no. you talking about the Panera lemonade? I thought we were going to get into I think you might like it territory. Oh uh, yeah, we got you need to get to the charged lemonade because it is so highly caffeinated that two people have died. I can't. Why would they still sell it? And I saw that they're even now just putting like warnings up being like hey by the way like people die drinking this yeah they're doubling down they're like our lemonade is fine they're they really uh they they do not seem swayed by the deaths at all that's 
crazy. Uh, yeah, I, I cannot believe that after a single death in a very prominent restaurant chain, based on merely just ingesting the thing you're serving, uh, it wasn't like they, you know, had, had you know, I mean, I'm sure they had pre-existing conditions, but, you know, it's just wild to me. That they would let... I didn't know two people died, by the way. I thought it was just one. Two wrongful death lawsuits. Yes, there are two <laughs> wrongful death lawsuits that are coming out. Um, according to this article, the drink is highly caffeinated. A large 30-ounce charged lemonade with ice contains 237 milligrams of caffeine, although Panera previously listed the drink as having 390 milligrams of caffeine. An adult can safely consume 400 milligrams of caffeine each day. So... There's also free refills. So people are going for the free refills and now they're just dying. But this conversation. So long story short, I was in a Hummer limo on my way to playing unlimited games and drinking at Dave and Buster's when I heard about said charged lemonade. It was for my husband's holiday work party. So then we all started talking about sparks and then we all started talking about balls and you know I love sparks balls. you know I love balls because balls used to and it still does although now not as much caffeine in it it had the grippies on the side yes. because you would start to shake as you would drink <laughs> it and that was my jams back in the day when we didn't drink water I didn't have to leave the house with my security water bottle I would just tank balls until I would get to sparks and then you really do truly look back and think how did I not die? Yeah. All right. Couple things. Yeah. Couple things here. First of all, Jackie, we uh, whispered did an episode on energy drinks. Yes. And we we talked to Mr. Balls, or at least I didn't talk to Mr. Balls. But uh, Jake are you talking about did. you just opened up your pants and went, "How's it going down <laughs> there, Mr. Balls?" <laughs> Hello, I'm here to speak to Mr. Balls. Mr. Balls, up, up, Mr. Balls, one and two. All right, that is here we exactly. Are. That Electric is exactly boogaloo. what I'm telling you right now. But also, also, uh, we t- not only do we do that. I had to look it up. I don't drink more than like two cups of coffee a day. Generally, usually just one. I try to I try to keep it minimal because you can really get out of control. Right. So I had to look up like kind of the average, like an eight ounce cup of coffee. How much is in that? 95 milligrams. So this shit is like four times the intensity of a fucking cup of coffee in one drink. I mean, I I don't know. It just seems so wild to me to to, I, I don't get people. People have such a crazy relationship with caffeine. They're like, no, no, no. I mean, I get to a point. Don't, is this true for you? Maybe this is kind of where I'm at, at because I've thought a lot about sleep and caffeination and everything once I had a kid, right? Because you're just fucking exhausted all the time. But there's a point where caffeine is no longer effective. Yeah. Like, it just, it's not doing anything. It's like weed or whatever. You know what I mean? It's a point you're just like, I'm just like, you, you start like, you know, waking baking by about midday. You're like, I can't get to be, to be not high would actually be a weird experience. I can't like get we- weirder in my head at this point. Yeah. And with coffee, I feel like very similar. And some people are out there just ferocious about it. They're like, I drink, how much you get, you go hard in the paint, right, Jackie, on caffeine? I go only on Tuesdays when you see me and you judge me all the time for yes. how much coffee I drink. You yep. judge me almost every Tuesday. I'm always and yet going, oh, I coffee bird, coffee bird, she drinks too to much. To drink this much coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, on tour, you guys would frequently get a coffee at like 4.30 p.m. Yes, and to me, I will that do that. is like, I, will do that. I would rather be dead. You my know, coffee like it's not is, gonna... It has to be by around five is my coffee cutoff. I will sleep just fine. That's wild. But remember that when is, we were teenagers, I used to drink a cup of coffee and smoke cigarettes at the Liberty East. It's it's closed down now, but uh, Liberty East on Independent, that was like the cool hangout we would go to at like two in the morning when we were like seniors in high school. And uh, I would drink a cup of coffee at like... And then go home and just go to bed. Oh, yeah. You know, my mom still makes whenever we go home, my mom will always put on a pot of coffee the second dinner is done. So yeah. we always drink coffee at night. So I think that's why, like, I'm conditioned my whole like upbringing. And I mean, we were I was drinking coffee fairly young, but oh, it was yeah. also because like I thought it was cool. Right. Drinking coffee. So I definitely and my mom would let me drink coffee. She didn't care. It wasn't like I was slamming five cups of coffee. But my in my house growing up, we always put on coffee right after dinner. So I'm so used to it as a digestif that like I forget that it's caffeinated. Yeah, yeah. I think the coffee after dinner people are incredibly charming. <laughs> Thank you. And yet I could never, but I do think it's so sweet. Like there's something mm-hmm. about it that's just, I, you know, I read my cozy novels, yeah. my little murder mystery cozies that are all interspersed with various Ed, baking recipes. Ed will, Ed will drink a coffee. I often see him doing coffee at, I think it is, it's a classy move at a restaurant. I love, it's yes. a Midwestern. I always thought it was a Midwestern thing, but maybe it's every, maybe it's a boomer thing thing i don't know but i feel like the whole like come out you come over for dinner and then if you have people over for dinner it's who wants coffee afterwards and a pot of coffee mm-hmm. yeah it's, mm-hmm. it feels very grown up to me in a way that like it's like a type of grown up i will never be despite being 37 with two children you know yeah mm-hmm. and you know i feel like we, we've got a couple of hot takes that we must go over i have to say from last week from our piss and brushing our teeth in the shower conversation. We received <laughs> like the most feedback more ever feedback gotten. than we have ever It's received. a charged, it's a charged uh, issue. Yeah. People I've been really pissing have in the shower every single day. I was like, now I get like every, ever since everyone's like, I can't believe you guys don't piss the shower. I was like, am I missing something? So the I've been pissing in the shower open. every day. What? I think that <laughs> we like, should I guess be I'll grateful. I'll piss in the shower now. I do. I think we should be grateful to Kelly Clarkson for opening the door because I think it's something that a lot of people don't want to admit. And when I, when Kelly Clarkson and does it other people feel emboldened to admit that they too piss i'm actually completely shocked that's what the reaction we got i would have assumed it would be a bunch of people going "Ooh, yeah you're an ooh person yeah that's what you i would have thought mean? too but this is again she's she's fighting the I stigma bump it up. i guess you know we gotta bump it up we gotta I love it. Is so you, it stigma when it's appropriate to be wrong like you're really not supposed to do it so i don't know if we should call it think, a stigma i do think you need to pick one i don't think you should be brush your teeth and pissing at the same place i think you gotta choose yeah one. i don't want to do them at the same time or in the or, same place or in the vicinity i think it's i just can't i don't want to have but to them. that point sometimes i think that the toothbrushes shouldn't even be in the bathroom 
you know, because of all. Well, the, here's the thing: because of all the shit smells, yeah, covered in dookie, dude. It's just it is what it is. I yeah, cannot be. We're all dookie people. I cannot be pressed <laughs> to keep. But my, then Nick wrote in and said. In the subject line, 98% of pediatric dentists recommend brushing teeth in the shower. What? And Nick says, fun personal anecdote. My childhood dentist actually recommended that we brush our teeth in the shower. Did he think we showered twice a day? Did he expect us to actively move our toothbrush slash paste between shower and sink every time, which would be an utter feat of executive function for pediatric subjects? Was it just a bit? <laughs> and I love that Nick is spiraling because of this information, and I don't know. What would be? Maybe it's because they think you'll do it longer. Yeah, Maybe. Yeah. You know, you're, you're warm, oh, okay. you're comfortable, so I was about to say, you answer, you're vibing. You answered my question before I could ask. Yeah, like what even would be the benefit of that? You know what I mean? It just is like, I don't... Because I think that it's hard to do it long enough. Honestly, you know? so honestly I think having a timed... A uh, uh, vibrating toothbrush solves that immediately. And then I don't have to do it in my fucking shower water. I just, you know what it is? A, a part of the stigma is literally there's the most throwaway moment in an episode of Seinfeld where Kramer comes over and he's like, can I, can I, uh, do you have it, uh, the uh, Tums or whatever, but he wants heartburn medication. He's like, yeah. He's like, can I get some heartburn medication? I uh, drank too much water in the shower. And it was just <laughs> such a gross, like, hell yeah. Line. <laughs> but uh, I I don't know. I guess there was always a stigma. I think I maybe my I'm sure I was belittled or something as a child for I say let it free. To... Now we're pissing in the shower. All right. Now, I mean, I guess the floodgates have literally Are we been open to drink the shower water. I don't I mean, know. What is what I haven't gotten any end? feedback. I mean, you're not drinking it. You're just getting you're just wetting your whistle. If you're not able to drink it, I don't even want it in my mouth. Why would that be OK? I just don't get it. But yes, piss in the shower. But I'm not like. I don't. You you shouldn't like purposely piss in the shower, Jackie. Well, I've been again, doing it. <laughs> what it, yeah, it just feels good. I just feel like there's something I must be missing. Right. So I want to well, give it enough time. What have you to found see, in your findings? Well, like, I still don't like when the piss dribbles down the inside of my thighs. Right. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> but <laughs> others have said that we should get over that. That that's just something that you got to yes, get over. <laughs> that you just because the water just flows, and you're right. The water does just flow. So what's piss and what's water? At I that mean, that point, is one nice thing for me. It's like I'm maybe getting it on my feet, maybe. But I'm even trying to stand in a way that I'm pissing. But then I wash myself off anyway, so I guess it doesn't matter. I don't know. Sure. It is a warm there, liquid. There's a huge pop culture or popular imagination gray area about like the how dirty piss is because when you potty train children, this is what you'll hear from wh whoever, wherever, over and over. Piss is sterile. Piss is sterile. Piss is sterile. Jellyfish, so jellyfish. You, yeah, jellyfish. You start thinking about, well, it's just piss. It can't be that big a deal. Despite rumors to the contrary, not, urine is not, not sterile. sterile. Ah. It can contain dozens of different types of bacteria, including Staphylococcus <laughs> and Streptococcus, <laughs> which are associated with staph infections and strep throat. But then, would say that to my newfound oh, piss. Oh my love. god! Don't even get me started. If you if you try to eat shit, you'll get the boom chakalaka. <laughs> no. Well, that's what I'm saying. Piss is sterile. Excuse me. Think about where it's coming from. It's coming out of dicks. You know, dicks aren't sterile. But I don't have a dick. Then what? Pussies aren't sterile either. <laughs> By the way, I'm I'm in. I, I just realized I have dad joke itis right now. I'm in full dad joke mode. That was the second 
cheesy dad joke. I've said boob shakalakalas. You're getting you're getting ready to go home for two weeks. So you yes. have to really like give in. In the way that I'm giving in to my piss, I think that you need to just give in. You're daddy. Yeah. You're daddy for two weeks. You're daddy only. Daddy only. Weeks. Only daddy. Yeah. You're only daddy. Only daddy walks the line, baby. I'm ready for it. I can't wait. And there's something sexy in only daddy walks the line, though. Man, you think once you start getting once you start getting rubbies when you guys are at your um, the Beetlejuice the musical on your birthday, that's going to really oh, change my things. La- Lauren Boebert reenactment night. Yeah, yeah we've got our we got to get a vape pen for Lexi. Yeah. I'm very excited. And we need to hire a pregnant woman to sit behind us yeah. and complain. I'm sure so, there's I'm, I'm, one that that is down for the job and they get to see a show. Absolutely. Well, two shows, your show and yeah. the one on the stage. Oh, we'll be definitely. Yeah, it's a real donkey show. And on, and on our You're gonna neck go, of the woods. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Oh, donkeys go. Eeyaw, <laughs> no, you're the Whoa. Italian. You're Dominic, the Italian donkey. That's what you're. You're the Italian Christmas donkey. What are we even? Eeyaw, eeyaw. All right, let's just watch the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> what, let's... you don't like being called a Christmas donkey anymore, Holden? No, I want to see the man with the painted I hair. I little plan for you. <laughs> Think we might like. All right, yeah. wait. I'm get, I'm opening it up. Oh, the jingle jangle of the sweet Christmas. I think you might like it, bells. So if you want to join us, okay. Listen, what you're doing is you are searching for. I think you might like it. We are talking about the it, the the title is John Travolta, Olivia Newton John. I think you might like it. Parentheses, closed captions, closed captions, so you know what they're singing. And you and turn on those closed captions, all right? Because it is we need to you need to know what they say I think to inspire you. Might like it. Are beautiful. you ready to get back? Oh, get. Get comfortable, because this is about to take you on a little trip, ooh, on a tiny plane. Think of all the carbon that he's producing. (laughs) Yeah, this was before we were canceling people for their private jets. Now, we know how many jets. By the way, congratulations, Taylor Swift has hit a new high on the carbon footprint, and I just want to congratulate her. She's flying extra lately to go visit Travis Kelsey. Billionaire status. New stats have come out. Yeah, first first woman to achieve billionaire status based solely on her music. And she's spending that money on jet fuel, and it's destroying the planet. And I just want to <laughs> congratulate her again for being on the forefront of that. I think and it's we time. love her. I we just, love, we again, stand. <laughs> we, oh, like, right now, the celebrities are underground, and Taylor Swift is still, there were seven articles, like, about Taylor Swift at the game this weekend. And even I was like, I can't. With this. I can't yeah. believe. Who gives a shit? Okay, she goes There's to the just, games. We get it. Yeah. We get it's it. It's not... It's just so done, the story of her going to games. Yes, we see. Yes, she's supporting her boyfriend. Great. It's done. I would be pretty, if I was probably, I bet I would be pretty miffed if I was not a Taylor Swift fan and a big football fan. I would like kind of be like. That's the thing. At first I was like, oh, it's bringing together like the football bros and the Swifty ladies. And now I'm like, I think it might be sowing like, has the potential to really sow a lot of resentment. Oh, there was some girl posting on like, Twitter about how she because she went to the like page she's like a pa- Patriots Chiefs game she went with like a T Swift shirt on and got like harassed by a bunch of gross 
most old dudes for the whole game. Yeah. Uh, well, like, don't do Boston that fans. either. Yeah, I mean, well, I am, yeah. you know, you know I am in my Wow era because MJ did get me a sweatshirt that looks like Taylor Swift era's tour, but it says like in my Wow era and it's a bunch of pictures of Wow, and it's my favoriteest thing I've ever received. And it's a Wow. Uh, this is from the Wow store, by the way, so don't you oh worry. It's not anyone else profiting off of Wow. It's Wow profiting of off of Wow. store? Is it called like Heavenly Angels yeah, or it something? Yeah, it's a really weird name. It's Heavenly something heavenly because i opened it up and i was like oh god is this gonna be like a big crucifix or something i was like what is this who is someone trying to get me to find the reason for my season because everyone knows that everybody knows that the reason for my fucking season is jwow yeah and i guess you could refer me like is that mean jesus christ wow but no (laughs) it's jesus christ everybody I'm just letting you run with it. I'm just letting you go. Yeah, let me be. Boom, <laughs> if you want to support JWoww this season, her store is called Heavenly Flower. The website is shopheavenlyflower.com, and there you can get all sorts it of Jersey Shore like merchandise. Her, she's talking about her kooka. Yeah, it's she's talking about the kooka, like for about sure. The kooka. Definitely. Right, people, people whose hands are on the mouse, like, just about to click this ready. video. Ready, like, okay, all right. <laughs> you ready? All right, I'll stop. I'll stop just I'm going off. All right, guys. All right. I'm going to say three, two, one, start, and you hit play at the beginning of me saying the word start. All right, ready? Ready. Hover. Hover. Three, two, one, start. Ugh. Jingle, 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 jingle bells. And how slowly they drive. Uh-oh. Foots are starting yes, to tap, y'all. We're scooting. We're boots <laughs> are starting to scoot. Look at the wallet chain. Oh my look God. And goatee. look at his pubic patch on his yes. chin. Uh, so much has changed. Man, that hair. And it, every year I say this, but it looks a lot like the Dubuque, Iowa airport. And so it really does remind me of flying home. He flies into a very tiny little airport. Except we all know, because we have looked into every bit of trivia, that this is actually on, I believe, Jantra's own home air base yeah. that's like very, but he also has like his own airstrip on the base. Yeah, yeah. He's got his own, he privatizes that. She's very, she's driving at about three miles an hour. Now he's I mean, in the there's car. There's no way. Man, he put a little plan for you. I think you, uh-oh, oh, the they see each wallet. other from a distance. They see each other, uh-oh, they're excited. It might become a little jaunt. It might Where become a little Where are the holiday run. decorations in this weird outside hallway thing? Don't Where worry, you'll see them when they're inside. This must, So this is outside is it, his home. Where is the semblance of Christmas in this yes. part? Yes, this is there close to his go. home. And also, dude, there's no way he can watch this anymore because both of the women of his life are dead. Don't you think he just oh watches it every Lord. year and weeps? Now he's I don't just know if he Christmas can. Shoes. Yeah. I think it's just Christmas shoes at that point. He's just... Yeah, so oh my God, Kelly it. Preston. Oh, by the way, everyone kind of needs to watch Jack Frost. I can't believe Kelly Preston is in it. Kelly Preston was just so beautiful. And Jack Frost is such a weird fucking movie. It's bad, right? You yeah, know, you keep it bringing is, up Jack Frost. But I laughed a lot. I really in, had a, a lot more fun. If you watch it with a group of people, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. If you finish your drink every time, like he thinks about a harmonica, you know, like let me give you the drinking rules and then you'll enjoy Jack Frost. Okay, but oh, meanwhile, oh no one loves him. Oh, no yes, one picks boy. him up in the airport. Only military guy. But he guy. can hug the security <laughs> guard. Hug the security guard. Yeah, and you got now family. Gay. <laughs> now <they're> gay. <laughs> I also. 
also, oh my God, unless they're, we can cry tomorrow watching It's a Wonderful Life. So then they're just snuggled up. But also, why are they wearing only black? Have we ever questioned that the fact that they're not I, even it's wearing? It's so funny how this is supposed to be a Christmas thing. And there's so so little holiday in the decorations or designs or anything. And even the like awesome classic car they're in is teal. Yeah, they should have made it like bright red. Yeah, they're not even wearing like the beaker esque red scarf over the black or something. No, yeah. nothing. They're yeah. not given anything. And I think it and is I, like I like it. it. Because now they're going to try also, anal for the first time. R.I.P. As we also very importantly <laughs> remember is that this is actually a sequel song to um, the You're the One That I Want. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, it's I supposed to be yes. a sequel Every song, year. which I don't know how, why I remember it just because it really doesn't make a lot of sense because they fly off into the sky at the end of Greece and in my head become aliens. <laughs> but you know, like now that you're, you're a Greece hound MJ, right? Because uh, your ugh. kids love Greece. Oh my God. My Spotify oh, raps. No. Yeah. I called them a Greece hound. Everybody heard it here first. It's no, it's a title I deserve. I was, I was my number four. Listen for Spotify wrapped was John Travolta. Who am I? Not John Veljohn. I am. Uh, no, I am somebody oh, who listens to a lot of the Grease soundtrack with my children. And um, yeah, you know, we haven't. What's their favorite song? What's their favorite Grease song? Well, th- I mean, it's all good. We like "You're the One That I Want." We like "Born to Hand Jive." Um, you know, we like them all. So, so I didn't even think that that would be listed as the artist John Travolta. I figured it would just be listed as, as I Greece. Don't know, the Grease soundtrack. Yeah. But yes, they fly into the sky, which is definitely like one of life's big unsa- unanswered questions, why they fly into the sky at the end of Greece. And so you're telling me that, that I think you might like it. It's not John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. It's Danny Zuko and Sandra D. Correct. That's insane i'm sorry that's why his wife is not his wife in the music video mj right but yeah i don't i just there's a lot of things i can accept about this this music video but i can't accept that it's actually sandra d they don't have any i mean i guess they're wearing the outfits that's because that's why they're wearing black i guess like danny zuko they're right they are dressed like that or at least an homage to them but like then you'd think that they would be covered in leather like if you're gonna do it then you got to be like the bad guys right like or like the bad kids is what i meant yeah Mm -hmm. and why aren't there any like pink ladies or any there's nothing else from greece in this entire music video. Where's Stalker Channing? You couldn't get And there's barely any Christmas. You couldn't fly in Stalker Channing. <laughs> yeah, and there's barely any Christmas too. It's completely uh No Grease, no Christmas. Yeah, nah, why man. is yeah, why yeah, why is he wearing a leather jacket or what? I guess that's why they're wearing black. I think we've solved that. Yes. Yeah, they're wearing black because of the grease thing. Yeah, yes. but still but it's it's not it enough. doesn't play because he's, it's not a leather jacket. It's why wouldn't he wear a leather jacket? It's supposed it's winter time, apparently. No semblance of that? Not on this airstrip. Maybe they need to be warming up a little bit, and they might need a little bit of, I think they might like Doritos liquor. Oh, yes. Let's talk about the Doritos liquor, because 
you've sent us a lot of questionable alcohols over the years, Jackie, but yeah, I certainly have. This one is maybe the most questionable. I've read this article so many times trying to figure out what type of alcohol it is, and it is not it's alcohol. able to be categorized. It's just it's generic just alcohol. alcohol. It is just alcohol. And also, how dare you, MJ? You think that this is more intense than the Velveeta Martini? Well, okay, so at least the Velveeta Martini seems to be ingredients made into a drink, whereas this seems to be a new mystery category of alcohol that can't be put into a, a rum or a tequila or a vodka bucket. He literally seems to have... Vodka. It's vodka. Is it? Because in the article it says it's not categorized. It says <laughs> it says it's nearly twice the average sum of super premium Bro, vodkas, but that is guys. the only time, and it's at the end of the article, and it is the only time it is mentioned, okay. and you are correct, they really should be up top with the fact that this is Doritos Vodka. Just call it Doritos Vodka. Because it says this grants him and his team the freedom to experiment without conforming to the well-defined parameters of, say, a gin, a rum, or a whiskey. It's just, it's just alcohol and he, he he made it by soaking doritos in in malt liquor oh yeah oh, man i mean puke. i know that like people make their own like that like they'll put like vanilla bean in and like let it sit and make like vanilla vodka or you like make that as little like crafts for the holidays which i oh you know everybody always loves booze you love like a little flavored booze i get that i can't imagine like because of thinking of how easily the doritos would become a paste at the bottom of my vodka that truly Yucks me out. Uh, yeah, I, I'm still like tasting the rum chata from last night, and this conversation is making me actually <laughs> physically ill. This is rum chunka. You're getting My a rum little rum chunka. Yeah. That's okay. Hold on. What it. even is the point of rum chata? What is it again? Is it just milk and rum? I mean, what even? Rum chata is delicious, Holden. It's oh. put it in your coffee. I'm telling you, put it in your coffee on Christmas morning, and it is. Oh. I, I can see it good in coffee. I think. I think several shots of it. I can't. I see less. We did take a lot of shots of of rum chata yesterday. In that, but yeah, it's so nasty. This is nasty. The base is distilled beer, Pilsner malt. The Doritos were then introduced and allowed to infuse in the liquid under exacting time and pressure, vacuum distillation, blah blah blah. So you basically you can. It says you can think about the product as a nacho cheese flavored vodka. I don't know how it goes from being beer to being being vodka, but the goal, he says, quote. My goal was to recreate the entire experience of opening a bag of Doritos, getting that signature aroma, followed by its flavor dance across the palate with its unmistakable savory, cheesy, and umame notes. And I'm saying I will drink this. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
I do love, though, that this is always the case. They just want to go viral, and it's so obvious because they never actually make enough of it. To because I can't find it, because that's the yeah. thing. I was straight up going to go. I tr- I went to multiple liquor stores yesterday because I was already looking for the rum chata. And so then I was like, I may as well look for the Doritos liquor, and I can't find it anywhere. Because here's the thing. I'm down to try these things. I don't know if any of you watch a little show called Good Put, but you know <laughs> I put my mouth where my money is, all right? And that's disgusting you because there's Gafalakanakas on there. <laughs> And it is no good for my mouth. <laughs> but I would, I would drink the God. Sometimes my Florida comes out. Um, I would drink this Doritos liquor. I would absolutely drink the Doritos liquor. If you find it, put a put a little shot aside for me for next time I'm in LA. All right, I'll pour one out for MJ. But then it'll stain my my rug. But I think worth it because I'll be like, that's my rug stain that always makes me think of MJ. It's gonna smell like Doritos because that's the goal. Especially once I get used to like, man, now that like I'm just piss free, you know, I guess that I could just start pissing wherever I am. Yeah. I think that the I think uh, that you still want to try to get everybody the, out. You want to get the piss out before the shower. I don't think you want to hold it till you get in the shower. I think you want to let it but out. You don't want it to drip, drip out. You got to have a steady stream. <laughs> I mean, I've, I'm out here doing the. I'm doing the field research. Yeah, I'm doing this for us. Yeah. Yeah. And does it make you feel better that I that I think about you every time I piss in the shower? Both of us or just me? Yeah, both of you. Okay, good. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, no, no, no. This is a collective <laughs> affair. Also, in the same way that I am currently single white femaling Holden because I did buy his exact car. <laughs> and so weird. So I want to destroy his life now. Jackie took me to the studio this morning and I was like, this is so weird. This is my car. With the same, I mean, the color's a little different, but that's about it. You even have like the wood, fake wood paneling crap on the oh, yeah. dash and the weird. MJ, I thought about you though, because I immediately put on my Suck My Christmas playlist. Uh-huh. And the first song that I listened to in the car that is new to me, and the first song that played was Mary, Did You Know <laughs> That Your Baby Boy. And also, I had just signed all the paperwork and I've never bought a car before. So it's truly horrifying and they don't tell you that. Like, they kept like looking me in the eye, being like, "Are you ready to sell your life? Are you ready to give over your soul?" And I was like, "I guess." So of course, Pentatonix came on, immediately burst into tears. I cried all the way home, and um, but I also thought about you. This is another era area where Page Seven has been, I think, um, unsung heroes slash influencers because you've been talking about we've been talking about the Pentatonix Christmas album for many years over here at page seven I embarrassingly love their cover of Hallelujah which is not a Christmas song even by any stretch of the imagination no and they also do a Mary Did You Know which Jackie has been singing the praises of for years and I don't know if you've had this experience but everyone on TikTok is talking about Mary Did You Know just like everyone on TikTok is doing Christmas shoes bits and so we really are shaping the Christmas discourse, I think. I love it. I'm not sure if we're shaping any broader discourse beyond Christmas and particular songs about Christmas, Mm. but we are shaping it. And Mary Did You Know is really busted into the mainstream now. And really before it used to just be musical theater nerds listening to Pentatonix. And I do want to encourage, not only did, you know, we watched, I think you might like it today, but if you've never watched the music video for Christmas Shoes, new songs, the Christmas Shoes, if you see Rob Lowe in the music video, it is not the music video that I'm talking about. The one that is originally made 
for some reason, they have a dirty child in the <laughs> store and he's holding up the shoes and it looks like they made it for 50 bucks. And I watch, I at least get stoned and watch this music video by myself every year and join me in my own personal tradition and look up new song. But again, Christmas Shoes is also a movie starring a one Rob Lowe. And there's also a music video where they have clips from said movie in the music video. And that's not the one I'm talking about. Yeah. The worst thing about my entire life with page seven is that Jackie has now made it like an emotionally positive experience for me to listen to Christmas shoes. Like I now find it very moving. Like like it's, it's it's so sweeping and orchestral. It really, it really hits you if you're until the children singing. (laughs) 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 Shut up. Shut up. All right. I know that there's not a lot of celebrity gossip going on, but we must bring up the fact that the Internet is going mad because Melissa Joan Hart is playing a grandmother (laughs) in a movie. Uh, And people are like, Melissa Joan, what? She's doing Excuse Me Now because she is 47 years old and she is playing a grandmother in a movie currently. Um. Of course, it's it's a Lifetime original movie titled Would You Kill For Me? The Mary Bailey Story, which I would watch the it. hell out of this movie. Very Did you it. watch the trailer? No, I didn't. I recommend watching the trailer because if you like a Lifetime original movie, and I do, yes, it looks great. And I don't know. I'm not I'm just not I can't bring myself to be upset by this. I feel like I knew a lot of 50 year old grandmas when I was growing up. And, you know, yeah, she's 47. And Honestly, I feel like this is one of the lesser annoying things about Melissa Joan Hart. For some reason, I'm always just a little bit annoyed by her, and I don't think it's fair. I think it's a me problem, not a her problem. Mm. But she looks like she's really trying to act the hell out of this dumbass movie, and I say good for her. I mean, you know, I I come from the world of my my entertainment largely is pornography, and in (laughs) pornography, she would be only be able to be cast as a dead woman, like an old, like an elderly retirement. There's not a lot of there's not a whole room a lot of room for spectrum in the yeah, porn you're genre. you're elder you're considered elderly at like 28 oh in yeah the, in the porn business so uh you know it's if, if we go by those rules it's not that crazy but it is very funny uh 40 47 right yeah 47, 47 yeah and then honestly it's not too like it's not too young to be a grandmother in real life like i understand that i think it's just more the the shock for everyone our age yeah. to be like, oh God, are we already in grandma territory? Definitely. Well, and for me, I mean, Winnie will be what, uh, seven? <laughs> so it feels weird to me, for sure. And we but. also are of a generation where we like like previously, yeah, there was de- like there was a lot more 47-year-old grandmas. Like, like you were saying, MJ, like when we were growing up, I feel like like, but our generation just put off. A lot of things. Totally, totally. Like my my parents were like in their late twenties, I think, when they had me, and just in the in the area where I grew up, they felt like old parents to me, you know. Yeah. And so, and but now, as like my friend who had a kid when she was twenty seven, we all talked about her like she was like a teen mom. It was like a planned and, and purposeful pregnancy, but we were like, "You're the youngest person to ever have a child." So yes. yeah, I think that's that's really the shift, and and. I didn't really even realize that Melissa Joan Hart was like a little bit older than us. I I, th- I think a lot of millennials identify with her as like 
their age, whereas I think 47 would put her a little bit more in the Gen X category. Yeah. Um, but because we all grew up with Clarissa Explains It All and Sabrina the Teenage Witch, even if we were a little younger than her, I think we all identified with her so hard that, you know, it would be like Mark Paul Gossler being cast as a grandfather, which again, wouldn't actually be that inappropriate anymore because no. unfortunately a lot of time has passed. Yeah. <laughs> and they are old. Teenagers anymore. But this is the yes. wake up call that we needed for the holidays. You know, <laughs> Wake up! We're getting older. Wake up! We're behind the timeline we're supposed to be on. She looks fantastic. You're dead in porn years. I'm You're dead, dead in porn years. No. <laughs> she look. Does anyone want to watch this Lifetime movie with me? Because yeah, I'll watch it. It's mm, sure. it's like ooh the. The, the, there's a mom and she made the kid kill the dad and Melissa Joan Hart's gonna stand up for her child or is it her grandchild? It's it's just Whoa. everything that you want from a Lifetime movie. It looks real. Love I'm it. just so I'm just so glad that she has segued seamlessly from Holiday and Handcuffs, one of our Page Seven oh, favorites. Man. Oh man, to Lifetime movies. It's a but, very smooth path. But MJ, is it everything you want in a celebrity conspiracy? Hit me with the share. Oh, do, do you believe it? Is Hugh Jackman dating Queer Eyes Anthony? Ooh, I'll watch that tape. I would watch that Get out the avocado. Anything to make him more interesting, please. I got this <laughs> I got this same TikTok from a bunch of people on Instagram as well as uh, write-ins on uh, the page 7 email. Uh, so thank all of you uh, for, for being so on top of these celebrity conspiracies as they uh, hit the airwaves. And um, Alex was one of the people who wrote in about it, said apparently Gaylor herself is setting up a newly single Anthony and a newly single Hugh Jacked man. They then linked to the, that Insta post. Um, an, another one also from uh, uh, Rach or Rachel, either way, uh, says, hello, page seven pals. Recently, I stumbled across an Instagram reel talking about when Taylor Swift and friends went to see Travis Kelsey play. This was obviously huge news everywhere at the time and still fucking is. <laughs> And everyone saw the pictures of Tay, Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds, and Hugh Jackman hanging out in the stands. But I remember it well. what everyone didn't oh, yeah. see during this era, Taylor Swift reference, you're welcome, Holden, was that I'm Anthony, in my J.Y. Well era. <laughs> wow. Whatever. Heavenly and heavenly wings. Heavenly flowers. That's what I call it down there. <laughs> oh my God. That's well, you're my turning in, You're turning flower. into now. It's changing you. You're, tu oh, you're turning into now. You want to sniff it? Oh, oh no. no. I don't. I keep my money away from my mouth. That's for sure. I um, keep my angels in there. Oh, God. I'd rather have a drink of rum chata. <laughs> <laughs> what you didn't see, what everyone did see, was that Anthony from Queer Eye was with them too. Whoa. Anthony recently announced that he called off his engagement to his fiance after four years of being together. And do you know who also recently got divorced? Hugh Jackman. Oh my Apparently, God. it's been long rumored that Jackman is secretly gay and is known to frequent uh, the popular gay neighborhood of WeHo, uh, West Hollywood, where Anthony and he allegedly met. I don't have any real proof that they are actually dating, but it seems awfully 
suspicious to me that both newly single Hugh Jackman and Anthony would choose to attend the game with uh, another couple and their mutual friend who is going to see her new boyfriend. It seems like more triple date action might be happening here. Well, I haven't seen anything about this spicy gossip anywhere yet. So hopefully you haven't talked about it already on the pod. I want to believe this is true. And in the words of Jackie, I'd watch that tape. I would. Uh, she watch said it. Already been said. <laughs> so they link to this Insta post, as well as another link to a video of Taylor walking into the game with Jackman and Anthony side by side. The Insta video just points out the above uh, information. It's cute though. You should watch it. It's on. It's Rachel Cochran. Uh, it's Rachel Cochran's uh, Insta account. Side note: The blinds called Jackman out recently for deciding to pursue another beard relationship, uh, and it linked to an article about how he's apparently currently quote romancing Broadway co-star Sutton Foster, which is that is pro bearding right there. Sutton Foster. I would also though watch that tape. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's Frantically a, that's Googling the, Sutton Foster. Oh, Sutton ah. Foster, you she's like she's huge like Broadway. The like Broadway she's the person. Broadway. She's like I, I no, I feel like people I, I don't I was gonna say she's like the Bernadette Peters of our age. But like I feel like <laughs> oh, only that in that like she is like well known, even if you don't know anything about Broadway. Jackie, I just got a phone call because you made that reference. You are now um, a grandmother uh, in <laughs> yeah, TV that, and movies. That Whoa! is really you may, yeah, unfortunately Whoa! that that I'm the like, you're now carefully past determining as a whether or not she is the Bernadette Peters of our age. That's what puts you in the grandmother category. <laughs> you oh God, put me in the Golden Girls. Oh God, <laughs> Bernadette Peters. But I'm also staring at pictures of Hugh Jackman without a shirt on if that that youngs me up at all. Does it? Does no, it? No, it doesn't. That's a mother. That's a grandmother. That's an our mother age thing to do. You're right, man. My mom would also do Bernadette this. I think Peters my mom would do is a real this. slice in her day, huh? <laughs> I mean, Bernadette Peters is hot. <laughs> Bernadette Peters is still hot. I keep thinking about ha, Brenda ha, Lee ha, every ha. time uh, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree comes out and how she was pretty smoking as a young lady as well. Oh, yeah. But, okay, listen, we all want Hugh Jackman to, like, love himself and find himself. And I think that Anthony is the most logical place to land because... It's just like, what can go wrong? There's really non threatening. Everybody, yeah. like, everybody kind of hates him because he doesn't do anything, but everybody loves him because yeah, he's hot. Yeah, teach how to slice an avocado. Yeah. And, you know, it's very low impact. Yeah, I yeah, feel like they're sure. like hot in like very similar ways, you know. Um, so I think that this is great and kind of boring, honestly, kind of boring for both of them, but I would watch the tape oh yeah it wouldn't be like again it would be no like randy quaid sex <laughs> tape but like it certainly would be like i will watch it i don't think it's gonna be like i think it might be a little boro snore yeah there you go. anthony just but yeah, good for them i mean anthony you know I, I i want to kiss him a lot but i also want him to find something about himself that is a little bit more interesting yeah my problem is that like i always um ever since Anthony wore the A Little Life t-shirt, on, which is one of my favorite books. He wore that t-shirt on an episode, and I was just like, oh, do I love Anthony? Like, I never had any draw towards Anthony, but just because he was wearing the A Little Life shirt, um, that to me uh, is one of my, I think, and if you've read the book, I think you'd be like, of course, Jackie, that's one of your favorite books, because it's very sad, <laughs> very long, very well, sad. Well, also, we are in our himbo uh, era here at Page 7, and so I th- he's really a himbo mascot. Like yes. he's like the himbo, 
like life goals. That is the best you can do. Uh, is he though? I feel like he's more the otter ask like mess ascot. I meant to say that. <laughs> That's just because in my head, like I see himbo as like a Cassian. Uh-huh. Like, I'm thinking more like Akatar, like big, thick. I think I guess big, I just tall, think of broad, like thick. if we're thinking yeah, of. Like I mean, would we put like yes. Ryan Gosling as a him <laughs> as Ken at least, or the way that Ken seemed to embody him as a himbo, right? Ken is so the I ultimate feel like himbo. Anthony He's Ken, the, a yeah, handsome Ken is. idiot. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Famous for having very little skills. You know is. Kind of a dream himbo, dream job for a himbo. Yes, and Barbie. Barbie is now on like Matt mocks and all the all the spots. Uh, and uh, I can't wait to watch it again. I rewatched it with Lexi the other night, and it is fantastic. Yeah, I, is. I can't wait to I can't wait to watch it again. Except my problem is the only reason why I haven't is because I didn't want the Ken song to get stuck back into my it head. It got stuck in my head. Oh, whatever, Jack. You've you got Tis the Damn it's Season so good. stuck in my head for days. It's it's it, every morning I well, it's up the damn season. It Are you upset about that, Holden? A little yeah. bit, really. A little bit. Why? Because I it's in Jackie's voice. Her just going. You got me, babe, for the weekend. It's not Tis the Damn Season. It's Tis the Damn Season, Jack. Drunk Jackie's version. Jackie's Not just Jackie's version. Yes. version. Drunk Jackie version. Uh-huh. Right? Drunk Jackie's scream version. Sing it on uh, Jacket with the Holdies, which MJ with will be replacing my me on for the next couple weeks, by the way. So enjoy that, guys. Come hang out with us. Twitch.tv forward slash Oh No, It's Jackie. On Friday, we're going to be doing it at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this Friday and next Friday. Come get drunk with MJ and I because it's... I'm running it without Holden, which means it's going to be a shit show. So come hang out with us. We're going to have fun. It's the return of Techno Hazard. It's going to be yeah. awesome, guys. I hope you guys have fun. I'm, I'm jelly. Uh, I know. We're going to awesome. miss you, Holdy. We're going to miss you. And I'll be um, screaming about family somewhere, uh, wishing I was could just be shot. Into the moon. No, you're gonna be da- you're gonna be pure daddy, and you uh, love being pure daddy. You know, you're gonna be at your family's Sexy house, Christmas. and you're gonna be uh, looking at your family, and then you're gonna be thinking to, your- thinking to yourself, "The road not taken looks, looks real good, good now." Time flies, messing the mud out. You dropped uh, us. Now I'm missing your smile. Hear me uh, out. I can't hear it anymore. I <laughs> love it's the damn season. I love it. Haunting me. And you're gonna miss us over the holiday. Go ahead and say. Oh, say it, Holden. I'm gonna miss you guys in the holiday. Uh, but don't worry. Next week we are going to have a watch along with best Christmas ever. So check that out because uh, Brandy's name is Jackie in it. And don't oh worry, God. there's a fair share amount of me going. My name. That's, That's my, my name. name. As we got drunk and watched this movie, so definitely get your toddies ready. Ooh, get them all. Mm, get your rum chunkas. Get, <laughs> don't put them in the freezer. And come holiday alongside us next Ew. week. Rum Holiday chunka. alongside I'm us. About to blow some rum chunkas. Is it time for the list? Yes, it is. Oh, oh who's, who's on, on the list? list? 
Check it. We gotta have that list. We've got more behind the scenes Christmas movie facts because I have been really slacking on watching my holiday movies this year. So I was looking into more. Now, we, there's, don't worry, there's some on here that we already know. But of course, I'm not gonna not repeat in the Muppet Christmas Carol, Michael Caine insisted that the only way he'd play Scrooge was if he pretended like the Muppets were real people and that he was acting in the Royal Shakespeare Company. He said, before shooting, director Brian Henson, Jim Henson's son, met with Michael Caine to talk about how he might portray Scrooge in the film. Caine said, I'm going to play this movie like I'm working with the Royal (laughs) Shakespeare Company. I will never wink. I will never do anything Muppety. I am going to play Scrooge as if it is an utterly dramatic role and there are no puppets around, Matt. And boy, did he. Boy, and did that, he. It's, boy, so, did it's he. funny because every year there's like a meme that goes around that's like, isn't it funny that this is what Michael Caine did? But it's, I think it's funny to know that that's like, he knows that that's what he did. And of course that's what he did. And that's, that, that's the only way he would do it. Because of course it's the only choice to make. Like, and I mean, I know that, he it's particular about this movie, but also most good Muppet movies. If you are an adult uh, or not an adult, a human in there with them, I feel like most of the good Muppet movies, the actors make that choice also, because if you were winking all over it, it would just be annoying. Right. Like, and there's also, though, there's also the quote that Tim Curry said that's also part of that same meme right. that he talks about being in Muppet Treasure Island. And as a pull, like, uh, like on the opposite spectrum, Tim Curry decided to go in as a Muppet. Yeah. He saw himself in the character as a Muppet doing it, which is also a really fun take yes, to do. Yes, totally. But like, and I I feel like Charles Grodin and the Great Muppet Caper also is just like super oh, committed. Kills it. Completely kills committed. It. Yeah, so he's like actually- Same in Muppets Take Manhattan. Honestly, right. that's what makes a great Muppet movie. You have is to. Is the humans knowing how to play it. Yes, totally. And if they didn't, it would just not work. So I'm. it's not like I want any credit to be taken away from Michael Caine for this. But it's like every year people rediscover that this is what's the fun thing about this movie. And it's like, yes, that is, of course, like, yes, he knew he knew that he had to be Scrooge. He knew he understood the assignment. Yes. And don't forget about Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. And don't forget about the Christmas toy, which the Christmas toy is one of those ones that is from my childhood that I've now shown it to other people that didn't grow up with it. And they're like, this is kind of weird. And I'm like, oh. I watched it every year. I didn't realize this is weird because um, I like all the music and it's actually kind of sad, which of course means I will love it. Now, this is something that I didn't know. I did watch Elf this season. In Elf, the baby it's cold outside shower scene wasn't actually in the original script. Director John Favreau learned that Zoe Deschanel was a good singer while filming, so he added it in. That's fun. In an interview, Favreau said that he wrote it into the script because Deschanel's voice reminded him of Doris Day and her old-timey sound gave the film a magical feeling. Deschanel have also recently revealed that this bathroom scene was one of her favorites to shoot in the entire movie. So we were talking about how annoying I found it last <laughs> week. But she does have a beautiful voice. She does. I will give her that. She does. I never said that she's not good at what she does. It's just sometimes the quirky, I'm not like the other girls things. Sometimes puts a bee upon my bonnet. Yes. I get it. And I love your bonnet today, by the way. It's like really pretty today. Yeah, Thank you. Bonnet. Thank you for my bonnet. It's not like when she what she wears and when love is gone, right? <laughs> 
Dumb bonnet alert! Uh, all right. In Die Hard. How dare you disrespect that yeah, bonnet? I, said I can't it. believe yeah, you're willing to say best. something negative about that scene. I disparaged I it. I Come disparaged on, we have to it. do everything we can to get MJ to not be a fucking awful, just a claw, sklar monster about yeah. that part of the movie. Sklar monster. Oh my God. The, I, I thought, I was like, do we need to call an ambulance? MJ's eyes are rolling so hard into the back of their head. Yeah. I thought you had an eye disease yeah. or something during we that were all movie, worried. that part of the movie. But I was thinking about it this morning because Jackie, if you don't watch along with us, Jackie makes us stop the film. And then because some versions have it and some versions don't, she makes everyone who's watching the non having it version, bring it up on YouTube, watch it. And then we have to go back and restart the film because she thinks it's the fulcrum. She it's said fulcrum. fulcrum, fulcum it's a hundred and fifty yeah, times the, fulcrum. the emotional fulcrum. fulcum. But I was thinking about it this morning. And unfortunately you are right because Ooh. it's not very often that you get a song. I mean, obviously there's a lot of love songs about love being over but I feel like a children's I was thinking about this morning I thought a children's movie where she's just straight up like dude I do not love you anymore it's over that is pretty devastating yeah it is it is pretty sad so I'll hand it to her and every kid good kids movie needs like a really weird sad part yeah we all know this MJ did your heart just grow three sizes Oh it may God. have. Oh, it's the Christmas spirit. It's the Christmas spirit. It's inside of MJ now. Now we're going <laughs> to squeeze you. We're going to squeeze you. We're going to get all that spirit out of you. We're going to wring you dry, MJ. Yeah, now I just have to still deal with my tax problem. Oh, God. See not taxes. The, not during the holidays. Uh, and my elderly cat and my other sick cat. And oh see if the Christmas God. spirit survives. It's an but adult that cat, Christmas. That, that cat is a grandma in a holiday uh, movie. Yeah. That's yeah, that no. cat is a great, great, great grandmother. But uh, <laughs> rum chata, I think, will be the thing that feeds the little Christmas spirit. It will save it. Me. I, I promise yeah. you it will save it. Um, but would this have, I guess, not save it because this movie is great. In Die Hard, Bruce Willis's role was actually offered to 73-year-old Frank Sinatra first. Sinatra was contractually obligated to get first dibs because he starred in the film's prequel in 1968. What? In 1968, Frank Sinatra starred in a movie called The Detective, which was based on a book. Over a decade later, a sequel to that book was published. That new book was the inspiration for the 1988 movie Die Hard, wow. which technically made it a sequel to Sinatra's movie. Because Sinatra starred in that first movie, he was contractually obligated to get first dibs on the sequel. He was 73 at the time, so he graciously turned down the role. What, what rule book are they referring to? This whole like technically made it a sequel. He was contractually obligated. I just don't, are they talking about SAG or are they just talking about some unofficial rule book of like, well, if you write a book and then a movie comes out, then that means it has to be a sequel. It just all seems maybe made up. old school Hollywood. Maybe, maybe it is like I, I feel like there was a lot of like, yeah, back ham fisted. Oh, yeah, we shake on a deal. And yes, that is the deal. Like, and I feel yeah. like Especially it was a lot more greased palms yeah. and things like that. Yeah. that. Like we just don't get away with anymore. Yeah. Well, I know I talk about it all the time, but I cannot miss an opportunity to say it that um, I would have sex with young Frank Sinatra. Oh, yeah. All right. And and Bruce Willis. And Bruce Willis. Wow. I think I need to watch Die Hard this year. I haven't seen Die Hard in a long time. And I it's think so I, need good. To, I think it needs to be in the rotation this year. Such a good. And it is as eye rolly as the whole like, Christmas movie th- conversations. It is a fun alternative. If you if you need a little break from the standard Christmas filmic experience, it's a good. That's why, you know, sometimes little, you throw on a jacket. 
Jack Frost, not the scary one, you know, just to see what else is out there. I still haven't watched my annual love, actually, because my husband has just officially moved into the I refuse camp. So I got to do it while he's at night court or something. Yeah, you got to wait. That's really, you know, I also have a husband that does not um, give a shit, I will say, about (laughs) holiday movies. And uh, so I just watch. I try to just have them on in the background. Yeah, that's what you do when you're wrapping presents. It'll be fine. I'll get my movies in. And yes, even though he is an asshole, I probably will watch the Santa Claus. And in the Santa Claus 2, which weirdly enough, I also like, but just because of specifically the Molly Shannon scene where she sings a Christmas version of Man, I Feel Like a Woman because (laughs) she's trying to bang Santa Claus. And it is one of my favorite scenes in a Christmas movie. So I will still watch the Santa Claus 2. But according to this, in the Santa Claus 2, Tim Allen had to stay in character around the child actors, even when cameras weren't rolling because a lot of the kids believed he was the real Santa. I don't buy this at all. I don't buy this for a fucking seems no like way. something he wouldn't do right. because yes. he's famous. We just talked Famously last week about how he's famous for being a dick. Yes, yeah. yes, and so he claims that he remained in character, but maybe he wasn't quite as much of a dick by then. But there, no, there's no way because he's middle of like he's still like uh, the heyday of like home improvement and everything. So I, there's no way he wasn't an asshole on this set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is something that he tells to make himself look good. I right. think so too. totally. Or, I mean, I, I can't imagine a spider crawling on my face. But in Home Alone, the prop department originally created a fake tarantula to put on Daniel Stern's face. But director Chris Columbus insisted on using a real one, and its name was Barry. Absolutely not. The animal trainer on set told Stern he'd be fine during the scene as long as he didn't make any sudden movements. Stern responded, but I'm going to be screaming in Barry's face. Do you think he'll feel threatened by that? The animal trainer simply said, Barry. He doesn't have ears. He can't hear. Relax. Don't tell me to relax when you're putting a fucking tarantula on my face. This is like the story that I'm sure you'll get into in The Leftovers about Sydney Sweeney getting bitten by a real spider on yes. the film. And everybody thought she was just doing a great job acting. And it's terrifying. And the idea of having to, I would I would quit. No, do not put a tarantula no. on my face. Absolutely yeah. no. not. I don't care if I'm I be at home it. alone for the rest of Yikes. my life and be proud of that for the rest of my life. It. No. I won't do well, it. There you go. But would you get your tongue suctioned by a hidden vacuum? <laughs> sure. Like they did in A Christmas Story for Flick's tongue when he puts it on the pole. They actually, they so according to uh, Scott Schwartz, who played Flick, the set directors actually put a piece of plastic over the flagpole to film the scene. It had a little hole in it with a suction tube that went into the snow. You couldn't see it. It was a little motor, like a small vacuum cleaner, and the holes opening in the plastic was about the size of your pinky nail. So when you put your tongue there or finger or whatever, it just got stuck. I'm so glad. I'm scared of that. No, but I always watched the scene, and I always thought that because this was made a long time ago and they just did crazy things to actors back then, I just assumed that they actually stuck that kid's tongue to the pole. Yes. Because <laughs> it is outside, and it's cold, and it's a real metal pole, and I was yeah. Always so worried about him. So I'm actually very relieved to hear that this is how they did it. I would just be so scared that my tongue was going to get ripped out of my face by the I'm back. I'm sure it's like the lightest suction. Like it's barely, you know what I mean? Back would, then? Because you don't, don't need know. a lot. You don't need a ton. Yeah, to keep it To there. get the tongue to stick there. Yeah. It's not yeah, like you're like whack, sure. like ripping it off at that point. Right. I'd be too scared to. It's funny that right. the kid who plays Flick is named Schwartz because the other kid is, is named, named Schwartz. Schwartz in the movie. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? It is interesting. Thank you, MJ. (laughs) 
Now, I feel like a lot of these other ones on here are ones that we know already, like, you know, Buzz's girlfriend, Wolf, in Home Alone is actually the art director's son wearing a wig. And the fact that Emma Thompson wore a fat suit in Love Actually, which is ridiculous. Ah. Um, I didn't know that. And the fact that there were actually four other plot lines in Love Actually that were shot that are not a part of the movie. And, um... You know, I love now how much the memes are like, man, love actually really uh, fucked with a lot of our feelings <laughs> about ours. Most of you. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. We were all really psychologically damaged by it. But I loved it. But now we watch it every year. Yeah. I know. I still watch it every year, even though like I still get upset. I'm like, she's the chubby one. Like, you know, <laughs> that still forever upsets me. I can't believe Emma Thompson wore a fat suit. I thought she just had like a regular lady's body. Yes. No, she wore a fat suit. Wow. I'm upset. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I just blew your mind. Fucking shallow howling it over here, Emma Thompson. How could you? You know, probably wasn't her fault. I'm sure she didn't ask for the fat suit. <laughs> it doesn't seem like something she would do. No, 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 could no. Could I have a bit of a mom bod fat suit for the film? Give I me think a fat suit. Put me yes, right, right into character of a frumpy mom. Well, you didn't blow my mind, but I think I'm going blind, blind. items. Oh, oh we, we can't, can't see them. This former A-plus list singer, who was also a bad actor, this is according to the blinds, he probably is a bad actor, though, was miserable at a recent opening because he found out his comp suite was not even in the top 10 of the nicest at the hotel. Not even in the top 10. Not even in the top 10. 10. Bad actor. And he used to be a singer. And do we do we think he's a bad actor? People think he's annoying now. And he made the ad- Will Smith. He, no, he made the adult baby woman upset. And she wrote about it in a book. Oh, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> oh. The adult baby. You don't call her adult baby when she's traumatized. She talks like a baby because of her trauma. She talks like a little baby or whatever. Adult she does. She's woman. like, it's the good ship. <laughs> when she doesn't say good ship. When she was dancing with the blades. No, she she's dancing with the blades. Well, she's dancing with blades, but that's not something a baby does. Is that what Winnie does? I promise the other blinds are slightly more interesting than he was mad about his room, but I just wanted to make fun of. Justin Timberlake and him being mad about a hotel room not being as nice as he wanted it to be. He was, uh, just imagine him going, uh, uh, he, had, he headlined a show for the opening of the Fontainebleau in Las Vegas. Oh. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Good for wow. him, I guess. Why don't you go strum in the bathroom, you bastard? Did somebody in chat yesterday said this, and I hope it's true that Wu-Tang just announced a residency in Vegas, by the way. What? I will fucking go. I will go so hard to, to see that. That'd be amazing. I'd go see that. This former A-plus list, mostly television actor, now directs porn shoots for fun. I stopped listening to you because I was looking up if Wu-Tang Clan is, is starting a residency, and the answer is yes. Yeah, go. I got wow. go. it. I saw go. Wu-Tang Rage back in the day. It was fucking crazy good. We got to go. Uh, so this former A-plus list, mostly television actor, now directs porn shoots for fun. This would make sense for him. He had a very public... James Franco. <laughs> no, great guess. Older than James Franco. He's really well known for a dumb TV show that sucks, that ran forever, but then he like went AWOL. He went AWOL! He went AWOL, Jackie, and MJ. The race car driver. No, not the race car man. Dumb TV show he that sucks. He is... I, I, it's like a sitcom that was like obnoxious, kind of like in the vein of um, 
uh, uh, fuck, Big Bang Theory kind of in the same time period as Big Bang Theory as well. He... I could say some stuff that would immediately give it away. He got real hype about himself in interviews, probably because he was doing a ton of cocaine. And I think crack as well. He gave a... Oh, 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 fucking uh, Charlie... Uh, Sheen. Sheen Tiger Blood I was going to be like two I can just say Tiger men. Blood right now but yeah two and a half two and a half remember two men. and a half men and how much that was on TV back in the day and how much money yeah. people made oh, off yeah. it oh yeah Charlie Sheen I bet he's directing porn shoots for fun that completely makes sense uh, it goes along with his whole MO he apparently really pissed off his ex because yes. he, he said like I'm essentially a single dad and his ex was like no, he's fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just it wasn't even enough to include it in anything. It's just that was literally it. I right. was like, yeah, I bet. I bet. That's not All great. right. La- last of the blindies for you. One of the TV shows hosted by this foreign born A list chef is being called out for not being even close to being real. <gasps> The whole helping the owner thing is all fake, as <gasps> is the conflict. They don't Gordon even Ramsay make... Gordon would never lie to us. They, yeah! What show? He would never... Hotel Hell? Nope. Different one. Or the other one? one, Hell's Kitchen. Nope. It's another one. I'm having a bad dream. I'm having a... Nightmare. Nightmare. Kitchen and Nightmares. And I'm having one in the... Ki- yes, there you go. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay, Kitchen Nightmares. Uh, yeah, apparently they don't even make the food in the restaurant, Jackie. So maybe oh you should watch something God. else in the hotel room with MJ before the next live show. No, that's what we do. Nope, not happening anymore. He's too busy having another child. Not happening anymore, and I can see that because I can see again. Welcome you back. Just, you want the weakest thing? Hello. 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 Welcome back, Holden. We did it. Our last episode of 2023 that we're recording in person. We've already recorded the uh, other ones coming out over the holidays. Man. Wow. It's been a year. Yeah, that's I've been a wrap. Through, I've been through everything with you guys this year. It's yeah. been wild. All the sh- live show stuff and everything. I mean, we have just gone. We have we have we have grown three sizes this year in our hearts and our bo- and for me and my body. And We really have. Uh, we spent the whole year together. I feel like I am we did. 5 years older than I was yes. at the beginning of this year. <laughs> and I also want to say thank you to everyone that supported us over this last year. Yeah. Thank you to everyone that came out to the release the Butthole Cut Tour. Yes. Thank you to everybody that came out to see it multiple times. Yes. I just want to say we couldn't have done it without you guys yeah. and we wouldn't still be here. All of these, think about it, 2012, that was, you know, that's 11 years ago. We've been most likely doing this show, I think, for 14 years. So thank you guys for always hanging out with us and for listening to us and for, you know, writing in when you piss in the shower and getting me to piss in the shower. <laughs> and I just want to say- lives over here. Me, changing me lives. It was so many yeah, awesome uh, uh, moments out this year with stuff like that. Yeah, thanks for all your celebrity conspiracies, blind items, everything. Um, and uh, even the people who told us to talk about Taylor Swift la- less. I uh, shout out to you guys. I well. thank you too. We love you <laughs> because too. we're even at a point where we're ready <laughs> yeah, to stop talking good. about Taylor Swift. So don't worry. I would assume that you are as well. And we love you guys so much. And I just want to say thank you. And um, for the last time this year, my name is Jackie Zabrowski. So that means I cannot say my name until the end of the year. So it's going to be difficult for me. It's going to be difficult uh, for me to be doing a lot of things. And uh, thank God I already got the car 
car. I don't have to worry about any of that um, yes, paperwork. So happy. So, I feel so much safer for you. Yeah. That you got that car. Yeah, so my I'm car very, is not 28 happy. years old anymore. Um, yeah. But I can't just go, ah, back when a car was a car. <laughs> right. When I would like roll do down the window and have to open my driver's, door, driver's side door from the inside. Um, but I can't say that anymore. So thank you guys so much. Uh, we really love you and really appreciate all of your support. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. Come hang out with us for the next two Fridays over on twitch.tv forward slash oh no it's Jackie jacking with the MJs we are going to be hanging out at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time come hang out with us you don't even got to sign up for Twitch you could just come chill you ain't got to pay nothing and uh, we are going to be getting drunk so come get drunk with us there you go uh, what was I going to say I, yeah honestly just go to oh no it's Jackie I will have I'm done streaming for the year but I will have streams in the new year twitch.tv forward slash holdenators ho and go on there and you can rewatch the 12 hour holiday spectacular uh, is is on there in old episodes and I will be back in the new year with holdenators ho on twitch and LPN TV on twitch as well so many great shows good put with Jackie and Henry I do Tears of a Clown with Jake on Wednesdays. Check out LPN TV. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Get over their weekly bonus content for just $5 a month. Ad free episodes from the main feed. Ever, all the delights of the world. And for $10 a month, the Jersey Shore watch along. Also, also, uh, page seven podcast at gmail.com. Thank you again for sending in all that stuff. MJ? My name is MJ. I am so, so grateful for all of you. It really has been an amazing year. I'm grateful for you too. I'm grateful we got to spend so much time together this year and to everybody yes, who came out. Agreed. And I hope everybody has like a giving and restful and safe and loving um, holiday season. And I'm MJKLCAT on Instagram. All right. Remember to not just take care of other people, but to also take care of yourself during this time period. Oh, it's very difficult. We lose Jesus. that completely. Remember to do what you can. Drink water. Drink rum Take chata. good care of yourself because the only person that's going to take care of you is you. And also, yeah, drink enough rum chata <laughs> that your belly hurts. And um, But then drink water after that yeah. so that your belly stops hurting. And it's time for the shout out song, guys. Shout, shout, let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote in about. Come on, we're gonna read them to you. Come on. Oh, Lord, it's the last shout-outs of the year. The last shout-outs of the year. And you can send in your own shout-outs next year to page7podcasts at gmail.com, and I would love to read them. Send whatever the heck you want. We get uh, we get great memories from people. We get good updates from people. We get recommendations from people. And I just want to say thank you for always taking the time to submit shout-outs or just any emails to page7podcasts at gmail.com because we always feel so much support from them. And I just want to say, oh, I love you guys so much and thank you so much. And I can't wait to be back. I guess the next two are pre-recorded. So I'll be back with shout outs in three weeks from now. So get in your early 2024 shout outs, everybody, because we've got some shout outs going. Well, this is not so much. This is more of a memory, but I needed to share this M because 
This is, I love hearing these stories from parents. M said, you guys were talking on today's episode about the lack of supervision of kids in the 50s. My dad narrowly avoided being flattened into a pancake by my aunt and uncle. Their house was on top of a hill in upstate New York with a train that ran occasionally at the bottom of the hill. My aunt and uncle had decided that they didn't want their annoying little brother around anymore, absolutely psychotic, so they strapped him to a sled and waited for the train to come by to send him down. He must have been around four five. Somebody in the house must have seen out the window what was happening and ran out and stopped them at the last minute. My dad talked about the record beating his brother and sister got after that like it's a normal thing to do. Um, thank you so much for sharing. And man, these kind of stories that we hear from our parents, I'm just like, Jesus. And then like, and it always follows like, then I was beaten within an inch of my life. And you're like, oh my God, these, these, are these supp- stories supposed to like lift us up? But no, nah, they're just telling their tales. So thank you so much. Em. I also want to send out a shout out to Caroline who wrote in and I can't wait to listen to this podcast. I'm going to listen to it while I'm wrapping presence. Caroline says, I volunteer with an educational podcast called Sexing History. We have an episode from season three called Oh Come All Ye Faithful, get it? That explores the long historic connection between Christmas and sex. If you're interested, I really recommend giving it a listen to help inspire sexy Christmas. You can find Sexing History on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on their website. Again, if you want to check it out, that is Sexing History from episode from a season three called Oh Come all ye faithful. Check it out. Thank you so much, Caroline. Now I've got, ah, we got a couple of adorable wife shout outs. This one comes in from Jacobs. Jacobs says, I want to give a shout out to my lovely wife, Emily, or as I call her, Emwe. I want to surprise her with a shout out from her favorite podcast. She really loves you guys. And I know your podcast brings a little extra light to her life. She's always telling me Jackie is her spirit animal. So I just want her to know how much her family loves and appreciates her. Hopefully you guys can get to my email. Yes. And we're shout, shouting it, shouting it all out. This goes out to you, Emwe. I love your love. And thank Thank you so much, Jacobs, for sending in a beautiful shout out to Emwe. And we've got another wife shout out. This one comes in from Patrick. Patrick says, I'd like to take a minute to shout out my wonderful wife, who's not actually my wife at the moment, since we're engaged, but it feels like she already is. Anyway, she loves listening to you, Jackie, and Golden Holden and MJ, as much as I do, it does sound like we piss on Holden, but after this conversation today, I don't know what's going to be in store for my future. Anyway, she's been struggle bussing lately due to us expecting our second child in February 29th, leap year, baby, hell yeah, Congratulations! Congratulations! So I just wanted her to hear my words, not only from my voice, but yours as well. Callie, you are amazing, and that is an understatement in and of itself. While I go to work every day, you do everything you can to make sure that the house isn't crazy and all is clean and well while also keeping our first son Lincoln happy throughout the week. You work endlessly even after your boys are both asleep and I cherish and love you every moment I can. So thanks for being the best, honey. Love, Patrick. Oh, 
And congratulations to you, Callie and Patrick, for your second baby coming soon. Oh, I wish you both the best. And I hope that you're making it through this holiday season as well as you can with, you know, being as pregnant as you are, Callie. You're doing it. You're making it through. You got this shit. And I love both of your love. And I'm sending big kisses both of your way. Now, our last shout out goes out to a newer friend over on Twitch, Jupiter Juliet. Juliet says, I have a shout out for myself going into the new year. This year, I turned 21. My psychiatrist quit on short notice, and I quit a long-term medication that wasn't serving me anymore, and subsequently fell into a deep pit of medication withdrawals, isolation, and paranoia. Oh my god, I understand you, Juliet. I thought every day would be my last. But my mom, who I live with again, worked hard to get me help when I couldn't do it for myself, and lent me support and understanding when I needed it most. Additional shout-out to Beth! With the hope she gave me and the work I put into myself, I was able to pull through, stabilize, and I can finally envision a future for the first time in my life. I am ready to take responsibility, hold kindness in my heart, and build a life worth living. I'm making radical changes to my attitude and building my days around a meaningful routine, as well as Twitch streams. Avi! Any previous version of me would gag if she even thought of writing this, but New Juliet places value in herself. And the more I say it, the more I believe it! That shift in me happened around the same time I graduated from listening to old reruns of Roundtable. I'm talking around 2,000 hours last year on my Spotify wrapped to finally listening to page seven. The growth you three have exhibited was absolutely alarming to my cynical mind and almost annoying. What happened to my crass internet friends? Trapped in that time capsule, unable to move on or grow up without me. But I kept listening to page seven, and your positive and mature influence exposed bright spots in a previous dreary world. Life can be worth something, but only if you make it. In this new year, I am manifesting nothing but goodness for my mother, myself, the page seven crew, and us listeners. Manifesting hearts and smiley faces and peace signs. Do you feel it? Tell me when you feel it. I feel it, Juliet. I feel it. And thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you for everyone for writing in your shout outs because you're right. We got to manifest goodness for ourselves and for others. We will get through this holiday season. We will start this new year off on the right track. Hell yeah, Juliet. Thank you so much for writing in. And I'm sending so much love to everyone that is listening right now. I know that the holidays are really hard for a lot of people out there. And again, we've got this shit. We're going to go through it with flying colors. And even if it's not flying colors, even if we get knocked down a couple pegs, it's okay. We can always start again, anytime, whether it's the new year or whether it's a freaking Tuesday. You got this shit, all right? Believe in yourself. I believe in you. Oh my God, am I becoming the end of Scrooge right now? Anyway, I gotta get out of here. Love you guys. We will be back next week with our pre-recorded episode and we will miss you so much and we'll see you in the new year. Love you, love you. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 